Are you angry at the election? Are you pissed off at your girlfriend or boyfriend? Then you should come to Title Boxing Club Alpharetta. That's Title Boxing Club Alpharetta, where I teach my comedy kickboxing class. Title Boxing Club Alpharetta is a proud sponsor of the Comedy Fitness Podcast. Now, you know it's about fitness, but you want to punch stuff, you want to hit stuff, you want to do it right, you want to do it in an atmosphere that's fun, that's inviting, that's in safe. Learn how to punch, learn how to kick at TitleBoxingClub.com. That's TitleBoxingClubAlpharetta.com, where the punchlines hit hard. You can contact them at 770-864-5492 that is 770-864-5492 come to my comedy kickboxing class the first shot is always free one ladies and gentlemen dudes and dudettes welcome to the comedy fitness podcast this is don gray your host trying to bring something new something fresh every week a little comedy a little fitness peanut butter my chocolate chocolate my peanut butter two of my passions brought them together i am lucky this week to be able to do part two of my most popular podcast. You are my most <laughs> popular podcast. I am not kidding. The podcast, my podcast, goes out to hundreds of dozens of listeners. <laughs> hundreds of <laughs> hundreds dozens. Hundreds of dozens. Of, no, the, the, my downloads are over ten thousand right now, and you are by far my most popular, my biggest feedback. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you. Let me let me introduce not just not just someone who I love working with, who I learn every time I work with, who just had a standing ovation last night. I was there. I saw it. Give it up for the Cajun Queen, Carolyn Picard. Everybody. Hey, what's going on? But you are no like straight from her nap from next door. <laughs> I know, far far away. <laughs> Watching in. NCIS marathons. I know it's uh, Mark Harmon, man. He's still yeah. working. I remember him back in ER. I was a big ER oh, fan God, back yeah. in the day. I remember when he was like the sexiest man alive and stuff. Yep. And then on ER, they gave him AIDS and made him wish wished him away. Yep. But now, no kidding, you are the most popular podcast I have. Well, I want to thank you, you so much that. for that. Well, it's because you can. And now I appreciate I'm, your fans. <laughs> well, no, I, well, okay, my fans. I got to be honest. I appreciate yours because yeah. let, let me uh, let me go ahead a little bit, like. Like again, it's it's been the most feedback I've had, and it's because and it, your fans care. Like I, yeah, I, they tend, yeah, they do. Yeah, I've been lucky to interview a lot of popular comedians. I mean, some people are low right. level famous. They got stuff going on. They got movies. They got stuff going on. But your fan, your fan base really resonates. Like they listen, they care, they find you. They found my podcast. Yeah, they might not be fans of they're fans of comedy definitely, but they might not be fans of fitness or even podcasts. But I had people give me notes like, hey, first time I ever downloaded a podcast, uh, tell the queen I said hi. Like you were still in the room with me. Right. You know, but, yeah. I, but that's the kind of effect you have on people. And I saw it last night. It, how long did it take to, to cultivate that? Because that, that doesn't just happen. Because you see the difference between that and other comics. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just, it happened over, not overnight by a long shot, uh, but over the last 10 years. Um Especially since I've been on ships, because now mm. more people find me. Yeah, and I and think. Now, quick sidebar: it, Do you think you've gotten better as you cut the teeth a little bit more, even? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten mm. as far as a, as uh, my comedy chops. I think they're they're more refined now. They're better. Um, I can, you know, go out in and out of a like a thirty minute spot to an hour spot to mm -hmm. a twenty minute, like we're doing. Yeah, you know, having it took me. What one cruise to get used to doing only 20, 15, 20 minute? Where we doing the 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 PG shows where we yeah, cut the time down, and mm -hmm. you know how to walk right into part of my set and not have to be married to oh I got to close with this mm -hmm. I got to you know this teaches you how to go in and out like that. But um, when I was on the road for 18, 20, 18, 19 years, a lot of people were starting to relate, but. 
not as much as like here because mm-hmm. I think now demographics and I think my age has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. I think, believe it or not, where people said my age was going to hurt me in comedy, they're stupid. Where now it's helping me in comedy. Yeah, that's Hollywood bullshit. Because, but yeah, yeah, it is Hollywood. No, bullshit. and explain because that's Hollywood okay? bullshit. Because that's how we yeah. re- regard our leaders. Okay, mm-hmm. they're older than us, so they must be smarter than us. Yes. Okay. And we listen to experience. And we listen to experience. And you know, so I think with me. And I'm relatable. I, I mean, I'm, I'm honest about how I grew up. I grew up like normal people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I grew up in a small town. I grew up playing outside. I grew up, you know. Blue collar. People blue work collar. for a living. My dad worked for mm-hmm. the railroad. Uh, my grandfather was a dairy farmer. Uh, my uncle next door drove a school bus. Yeah, real work. Real we, work. Real right, American We, we weren't white yeah. collar America mm-hmm. by, by, by a long shot. And um, then, of course, now I'm bringing out a little bit more of that. I was a secretary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've added things that now I'm talking about. Uh, I dropped a couple of bombs that I had a catering business and a mm-hmm. restaurant. So I'm starting to bring in other parts of my life now. And Well, I find and, this happens with comics. You feel like it's because you've lived life. Yeah. Because you've had a full quality, like you've done things, that, that gives you perspective to speak about. When you start as comics, you don't have anything to really talk about, so no. you talk about stupid stuff. But I find with you, like for instance, last night at the end, when you 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 did a tag on on the white pants, yeah, you know about, and it's and it's after your menopause chunk. But the white pants, it just hits it so hard because it's true. It's true. It's true. And to, to someone like me, who I found out about that last night during your joke. <laughs> Like, I'm not stupid. I'm like, oh, okay. I've had girlfriends talk about, oh, can't wear white right now. But I never hit me. But I didn't realize, like, the happiness that can come from people being aware of stuff. And then... I think that's where that whole thing came. You can't wear white after Labor Day bullshit. It's Oh, okay. You know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just figuring, I'm like, why can't we wear white after Labor Day? I look great in white after... (laughs) What's what's the day got about? Is the tan fading out that I can't wear white now? I mean, who made that rule up? No, so, but but, it, but you know. yeah, but it's a joke like that that hits because it hits with your demographic. Because any yeah. any woman who's going through menopause or knows about menopause knows right. that's hilarious and boom. Right. But then it does like the men go, oh my god, yeah. you know that's hilarious also because you're able to do it without alienating anybody. Right. Because I mean, a lot of comics come out and like if the joke hits for one side, it's because right. you're alienating another side, like male female. Man, I think male comics yeah, do it all the time. And that's one thing. Uh, when I first started doing stand up, I would go watch headliners, male and female, and I noticed that. I'm like, I don't want to alienate everybody or anyone for that matter. Mm-mm. They all came to the show. They all came to the show. I you know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want. I didn't want to be known as a, ma- a man bashing, bashing. You know, I hated that. They call women the other time. Oh, she's just bashing men. Well, no, or you know, guys that made fun of their wives or made yeah, fun or of women bashing. You know, guys uh, make yeah, whole livings off thing. of that. Same thing. Why? So. I'm like, I want to go middle of the road. I want to go, you know, I, I mean, I know both sexes, male and female. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have friends that are male and female. So, you know, and I, they, we're both crazy. Yeah, make, exactly. Everybody's <laughs> we're throw both crazy. Make them all laugh. And then also with the younger folks, the millennials. Mm-hmm. and them, You get people to laugh at that joke because you explain it to them quickly. Like, yeah. it's not like you take a long time, but they understand and they get the same releases people understand. And that's, that's kind of magical. Right, and that's one of the reasons I think your podcast, like people, people care. Like that's why people, okay, let's go listen to Caroline what she has to say because, yeah. and you 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 get that license. Like, well, I think like, it's funny. Listen. I have so many of the millennials that come up to me after a show, going, "Yeah, you're so right about our generation. We're screwed." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Well, you're not screwed, but you know, just figure it out." And I think they'll grow into it. And mm-hmm. so many, I meet so many people whose kids are millennials, but they're teaching them well. They, they know how to read a regular clock. They know mm-hmm. how to give change. They know how to 
to function in a, in a, the real world, not this mystical, magical. Well, just in case the power goes know. out. Exactly. Right. I mean, you need to know these things just in case the power goes out. Yes. You so know. you know, and I know everybody goes, "Well, it'll never happen," but it has happened. I live in an area where we have hurricanes. Power goes out. Power goes out. Power we're, goes out. You better know how to operate a barbecue pit. We're not living Star Trek yet. Like no. I always said that. Like we're not there yet. Like we still need to know practical. I need to know how to change a tire. There's really yeah. a good chance my son will still know how to change a tire. Right. I mean, these things still happen. Like with millennials, like counting stuff. But now, do you think? Um, do you think they're highly disillusioned? Some are. You know, but as a group, as, as a, group, a group, I don't no, think they're bad. I don't think, I don't so. think they're bad. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, as a group, and, you know, it was just it, they're, they're fun to make fun of. Exactly. No, okay. I think that. I think they're and fun also, to make fun of. And then they have the new group coming up behind them, and it starts with a, an X, I think. No, no, that's the, uh, uh, the that's something the Z somethings, and these, <clears throat> unlike the millennials, mm -hmm. they're taught by uh, the Gen Y generation, mm -hmm. and they're they're taught the right way. Their their parents are teaching them there's hurt in the world. They're teaching them that you're gonna win and lose. They're teaching yeah, it's them. not all it's all it's, fluffy. Yeah, I think that's where and and, now see, and, my, and, kids and my generation has a lot to do with the millennials because mm -hmm. uh, my generation was like, well, we don't want their, our kids to go through what we went through. And here's my question: What the hell did we go through? Well, what now, did we go through? Now, but see, man, that, that's how you see it. But you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, you know, we had this pain of, uh, of, of whatever it is, whatever the microaggression I, or aggression." Know, I, I went through a lot of everything. We I went stuff. through the sixties, seventies, and eighties, just like everybody else. Yep, civil rights, civil uh, rights women's rights, and I, all know, that stuff. At least with our civil rights, I think there was more. I was more justified because it was the original civil rights. Well, you know, they were actually fighting for civil rights, the right, right. to vote, the, the right, right to be treated vote, person. Right. And, and women had just gotten the right to vote. Exactly. Okay, so we're part of that that whole thing, too. And um, I think it's unfair for uh, for us not being... Well, here, let me give you an example. I made a comment on somebody's... On a comic, a friend of mine. We were talking about racism in America and whatever. Mm -hmm. And he made the comment to me. He said, well, you know... You're perceived as white. You know, but, and I said, but yet, look at my culture. And I mm -hmm. said, you know my culture. Have you read about my culture? That we were exiled from Nova Scotia, that we were put into slave camps. Mm -hmm. that we, but he said, you're perceived as white. And I said, so because I'm perceived as white, I have no voice? No, you, and see, but now I think his comment was like, you're perceived as white, so therefore you're treated as white. So he was thinking like you get the same privileges as quote unquote white people do. Which I'm still trying to figure out what that privilege is. But see, now you <laughs> you see yourself as Cajun. Right. And, and see, that's the thing. Like, I always tell people like, you know, race is dual, dual sided. Like, there's, there's your race. There's what you are. There's how you're culturally right. raised. And then frankly, there's how other people may or may not perceive you. Right. Like I always say, like I'm a black man, so people are gonna say, "Well, there's a black guy." Yeah. Now the fact that I was raised in L.A., I might speak differently. Um, I was raised in certain neighborhoods th that adds right. to it. But like, hey, Don, he's black. My kid is kind of like in the situation you're gonna be in. My kid will be culturally is mixed. He's black and white, but he looks probably Hispanic. If you were he to pick. looks yes, I've seen pictures. He yeah. looks Hispanic with the curly hair. Looks Hispanic with curly hair. If you pick anything, and I wonder what his racial experience would be like. By the time so I think, like by the that. time your child grows up, mm -hmm. because he's four, he's four. I don't think he's going to have a lot of these problems. I think they'll be less and less, less like less they were less. for me. I went through um, way less racism than my my father right. and my mother did. Way right. less. Right. And then I'm guessing my son. But now you, to me, you know what it's like to be a minority. Yes. And see, and at the same time, I think other people will just be like, "Well, that's a white lady," you know, if right. they don't, if they're ignorant to right. the fact that you're because, Cajun. And then, like within being a woman, 
And a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have blonde hair, blue eyed, that's going to get treated completely different than me. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I saw that in the Middle East. Okay. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't speak to me. I was invisible. Mm. I'm a brunette. Yeah. Blonde hair, blue eyed women. They treated like queens. Yeah. Okay. I can okay. see that. European, like a true European, right. like yeah. a, uh, the, the Eastern, tall, Eastern skinny, European women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Somebody like um, like a Melania Trump yeah. or, or or a Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. The, they the Middle Eastern men love blonde women. Mm-hmm. Love them. Okay. So brunettes, no, they they don't have any use for us. So it's it's. It's it's not just here in the U.S. No, I mean, it's, it's it worldwide, and everybody and, has their ism. Like, and even, what I think what bothers me today, Don, is that the people that are falling into the trap of I hate Trump. So yes, there must be racism, and 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 intelligent people. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna play the game. I'm gonna I'm gonna push the envelope more about racism. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna well, I'm think, gonna carry it as a badge. Yeah. Well, I think okay. identity politics has come to the part where, like, it's almost like people assume, like, listen, I'm not a fan of Trump or his policies, and I did want him elected, but I understand it. I don't think all Trump voters are crazy and or racist. I do not no, at all. No, they're, no, they're by by no means. And but now I understand how some people, especially on the left and in a lot of minorities, are really afraid at what Trump might represent. Well, the way you handle fear is you 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 look at it straight in the face and you remove it. Yeah, Especially in 2017, power, yeah. because we're not seeing burning in the streets. We're not seeing a big wide sweep of, of brown people and black people and, and 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 Asian people being put into prisons. We're not seeing you know we're not seeing military coming into our towns and and no. none of this is happening. No, no, none of been, this. And that's what and, I think. And, and you know, I work with with many many cultures here, especially on the ships, and. Uh, a lot of them don't understand the way we think. Uh, what's her name? One of the girls that was on the Dream. She's uh, from. Uh, she's Slavian, mm-hmm. and she says, "I never even heard the word racism until I started working in the ships here in the U.S." She said, "That doesn't exist where I'm from." Well, I'm also guessing that most people there are of one, the one nationality. No, there's Serb- uh, I know for a fact that in Slavia and Serbia, they have Middle Easterners that are there, Syrians that have, have come into the area. Oh, okay, but so, now she but yeah. she says like back home <laughs> yeah, we're accepting. They don't, they don't do that. I mean, it's it's yeah. You go to go to Canada. You won't see it right there in Canada. Well, now I think Canada does a good job of being a mosaic. I think America is unique. I think racism in America is kind of deep. I mean, it goes back to you know where our country was founded on. I mean, whether it's yeah, slavery, where it's Chinese, you know, but know, how long? I, I mean, I, if people that hear me and that know me and tell, mm-hmm. here's my deal. I was treated like crap for I don't know how many years I was growing up, mm-hmm. but I can't hold on to that for the rest of my life because it's going to destroy me from within. Yes. Okay? And I was. You know, there are people in my hometown that treated me like crap because I was overweight. I wasn't, the, you know, back then I was I was an overweight fat little girl as a tomboy. You know, I was I was not ostracized. but You were made, different. No, you I were, was different you, and I thought differently than mm-hmm. everybody else. Yeah. They thought it was funny to pull a chair out from under me and let me fall on a cement floor and ban. And I have back problems about that. But, oh, hey, that was funny because the fat kid bounced. All right. So, but I can't hold, uh, the guy that did it to me, he's a grandfather. He just beat cancer. Am I going to go back and say, you, fu- you messed up my damn back when I was 12 and hold that against him? Why? It's not going to do me any good. No, you have to hold, let go of past. <clears throat> you got to let go. And even and even even culturally and racially, like I feel the same way. 
Like yeah. for instance, like I know I know the history of America. I I know what 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 my people have gone through. I know about they burn my, my I know about, my women as, as witches. No, exactly. And, and everybody has their cross to bear. And it's like, what do you do with it now? Yeah. And to me, I feel the same thing. It can't be this constant victimhood. You recognize what happened, and then we move on. Right. And now you don't. You, you, it's, I think it just gets emotional for people, and they get angry. Yeah. And they can't. And they can't let go, and they can't forget. But you have to. And that's what. That's what all. That's what. For instance, that's what we're here for. As yeah. far as comics. What, and I feel that's the thing. It's like, what's going on right now? We we okay. What happened in Charlottesville? Yeah. It was bad. It was terrible. And when when President Trump said something, I understood what he was saying. Okay. Oh, about good people on both sides? Right. I understood what he was saying. I, I understood what he was trying to say, but I mean, you understand how other people go like, well, there are no good Nazis. That's how people feel. No, there are no, Yeah, but the, don't look at the word Nazi because they're not even Nazis. These aren't even real Nazis. These are pseudo wannabe, uh, you know, wearing polo shirt, khaki pants. Bullshit. I think most of them are just, just Okay, now, David idiot. Duke, the man can burn in hell for all I care. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. But where is he now? Where is the rise of Nazi? It's not. Okay, well, it's a pseudo thing that the media will put in our heads to jack with us. Because look, we don't see a major. Well, it frightens rock. us. It uh, frightens us. They it's don't a, frighten me because I walked up to I walked up to David Duke and told him to get away from me when he ran for governor of the state of Louisiana. Well, thank you. <laughs> he wanted, he but, wanted me to shake his hand. I said, uh, "When pigs fly," and I don't see him flying. So, you know. I'm but you can understand how some minorities are. They 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 don't even like. <coughs> and I and see now this, this is what I try to do, try to be open minded about. You have to give people the right to actually oh, be and I do. To, to, to march and be right. racist. Even like to me, oh, of course. Like you, 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 I have to be open minded enough to understand that there are people who might not like me, and I cannot make them. Well, like you me. know, they don't. They and don't. it's it's going to be okay. Like yeah. now, we can't. We have to legislate laws where things are fair. But like, I mean, I, I believe in freedom of speech. The Klan has a right to the right to march because they don't I want to know like where me. they are. I'm Roman Catholic. Yeah, and and everybody has their thing, but like I have, I I want to see the march because I want to know where they are. Yeah, I want who they are. I want them identified. But look, Tell me marching. who you are. They're not marching. Well, no, those the tiki. I mean, like the tiki torches stuff. But for the most part, their protesters get marginalized and put down because most people aren't racist. Yeah, most people are good. And I, you know, a few of those guys that marched, they got their, they lost their jobs. And the, exactly, and, and that's why I say like, let yourself be seen. So you, so right, they'll con. There are consequences to your actions, and if yeah. it, there's nothing like you're there's something wrong, you're allowed to be openly racist. Right. But these are the consequences in 2017 of such of, of such a thing. No. Yeah. And even on on the other side, like whether it's whether it's Antifa or Black Lives Matter or some of the leftists, <coughs> to me they can be just as bad when it comes to fascism because they do not see any other way than what they think. I yeah. Mean, it's like to me, people who are anti it's like with Antifa. Why are you wearing yeah. a mask? Exactly. You, you can't Who anything, are you? You can't say anything about the Klan because you have a, you you covering your face and you look like someone from ISIS. So remove your mask. Let us see. Let me see the face. Mask should not be allowed yeah. in the in the protest. That's what all. I say. You know, and no I mask. and I agree and I agree. But now, so when you say a good many people on both sides, he meant like Antifa or parts of Antifa. And now the only thing people were thinking was, well, that's still not as bad as Nazism. And now where I go is, of course, I think Nazism was worse. Antifa does not help. No. They do not help the cause. No. Like, that's why, for instance, peaceful protesting works because then you see who the good guys and bad guys are clearly. <laughs> exactly. I'm, one side I, is I'm peaceful. All for one peaceful side protesting. is protesting. Because back in the 60s, a lot of people protested peacefully and the, the police reacted badly. Yes. With the, the fire hoses again because of fear. Yeah, and it changed legislation right. and things changed because, of, in fact, 
those I mean it's sad, but that had to happen and for in order for a change to happen. You had to see unfortunately right. good because it was true good and evil. You had to see people unfortunately go but through But unfortunately that. I think today we're so numb. We see it so much I think kids see it so much on video games, on movies of of people getting blown up and and you know they back in our day back back then we didn't see that i mean the the worst shows we saw were world war 2 movies with Audie murphy no i hear and the violence was as, yeah, wasn't the violence as wasn't as, as graphic graphic as it like, is now today. it's pretty it's pretty graphic so I mean, you know you I see somebody coming tomorrow. at you with a baseball bat uh with nails in it you, they don't think that you're going to they're going to hit you they think of the walking dead yeah you know they think of you know these guys are Fighting zombies. It's like, yeah. why are you coming at me with a bat? Well, the games I play, you kill people real, in mass. You know? Yeah, no, you you get desensitized to you your get, emotion. Yeah, desensitized is the word mm-hmm. I was looking for. So, and and as far as my stand on on Donald Trump, I wanted John Kasich. Kasich is a good guy. You know, that's who I wanted. That's Middle the, of the road. I, you know, Take I was not voting Hillary Clinton. You can't make me say anything. I I spent the nineties with that woman. I was not going to do it again. I get that. You know. And I can see evil all over that place. I know an evil woman when I, I worked for him. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. And but Kasich and I wasn't gonna throw my vote away. I'm you know. So no, your vote counts. It's like I told you. You know, you pinch your nose, you pull the lever, and mm-hmm. and you hope. For, you know, in four years we find something better. If this is the worst, then we find something. Somebody else comes. Yeah. And and even in the Democratic Party, I wish find somebody, please anybody. You know, need, they're looking know. at Biden again. He's an old guy. Come on. New blood. Get some new blood. You got a young Democratic, uh, Hispanic. Uh, Castro? Uh, yeah, Castro. Mm-hmm. He's, his brother, I think, was the mayor of the, the twins. The twins. Yeah. I, I like the way he speaks. He's got fresh ideas. Come on, let's go with some fresh ideas. Yeah, no, fresh okay? ideas. You know, the parties right. do have to change, and I would personally love a true independent party. Oh, you I and mean, I a both. true. But I mean, and I think that. There's a lot of people like us, and I think, and I think the millennials will be part of this. I think it's finally getting to the point where America is going to, within the next ten years, have a a real, true, viable third party. And I'd like to see more people uh, that uh, for please term limits, please term limits are oh, important. God, because guys like Biden, like Clinton, uh, not not you can leave Trump out of this because he just well, in there he's now, a and I don't think he's, he's staying obviously long. A Everybody said he's going to go too. I don't think so. There's no, I don't think. He can There's go no too. money in two. No, I don't okay. Think. <laughs> I don't no think, money in two. I don't think he can stay too. I think people are going to be activated to vote. Yeah. yeah. So, um, which you know, if he did anything, if he does anything, it wakes people up. Yes, I. I mean, I got to be honest. He might be what needed to have happened because I think people. I think kept, people have gotten complacent, and they're like, "Oh, my vote doesn't count," and this proof your vote counts. Like the electoral college is a real thing. If if and your the vote Bernie, counts. if the Bernie people would have voted for her, she'd be sitting in the presidency. Yes, but instead of voting for her, they went, "No, I'm just not going to vote." You know, that was that millennial, that was yep. that, that younger. Yep. I'm I'm just not going to get get up out of bed because. My yeah, guy's I, not running. I am not happy with Trump or his policies, but I'm not angry at Trump voters. I'm right. angry at the people who didn't vote. Exactly. Those are the people. And, those are the people, and they sh- they you should and, feel and bad Bernie enough to Sanders register. and 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 Clinton, Hillary Clinton, should have gotten together and trying to kiss and made up because if they would have ran as a ticket, 
Trump would not be in the White House. Yeah, the problem with Clinton was she always reminded me of the mother that got you in trouble for something her kid did. Exactly. You know, but now, that was Eddie Haskell's mom. Exactly. She's basically Eddie Haskell's mom. And that, but now, but being, but see, now that's one of the things you you have being able to talk about those things, yeah. and be able to have your own point of view, and being able to still tell people that you're not you're not threatening about it, and you're not trying to change their mind. But this is how it really goes down. Right. That's part of the reason why you're so popular and why why you're resonating. And that's why Kind Fitness Podcast, she was number one. But now, Kind Fitness Podcast, we always got to talk a little about, about fitness. Uh, and, now, and now, okay, so last time we talked, you know, uh, you were, uh, you know, you're still, you're always cooking. Yeah. You're always cooking, you're always doing we're your call, thing. We're talking about food night before last. Yeah, exactly, because I love food. You know, I'm a foodie. I'm, I'm going to die fat. I'm, there's a fat kid inside me. He's going to come back out. But now we talk about, you know, cooking and trying to get a little healthier. Now, are you making any changes to get a little healthier? Like, I mean, we, we kind of touched on, and I, I, I know well, you still well, smoke. I, I, know I, you still I don't eat, cook you know? like I used to. Okay. Okay. And basically, it's because one of, of one of my friends, she, uh, I don't know if I told you that, she has ulcerative colitis. Oh, okay. So, I have to cook now um, without pepper at all. Black, black pepper is bad for us. Uh, black pepper, red pepper, she has, she can have no pepper. Mm. So, now I've had to learn how to cook with herbs mm. to give it flavor. Mm-hmm. And things like that. So, but when you, like before, when I could cook with my spices, I, I was always eating rice or potatoes or, and Big now starches. I've pretty much gotten a lot of starches out of my, out of my repertoire as far as cooking. I don't, like I was, I think I was telling you the other night, I know I was talking to, to Neil and them about it, where I just cooked me a little ribeye. Mm-hmm. And instead of putting sweet, because I love ribeye and sweet potatoes, I was like, no, nah, I don't want sweet potatoes. I just did an arugula salad with goat cheese, great, and cranberry mm-hmm. and a balsamic vinaigrette, oh. and I spread that out on my plate. And I put and I cook my steak medium rare, so I put my steak on top of that salad. So mm-hmm. when I cut into the steak, it mixed with the flavors of the goat cheese and the cranberries and the wall in the bite of the steak. I'm like, okay, this is my new dish right here. See, that's beautiful. So okay. less heavy so starches, I more greens. So starch. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. more greens. Yeah. Less heavy starches, more greens. Okay. I do love a good salad. Yeah. I do love a good salad. And and uh, I do things like with my meatloaf instead of, you know, because we're we're on time sometime, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to, to do with the ketchup and everything. I lo- well, I love to just make a meatloaf, put some onions and bell pepper in there, mix it all up, you know, season it, put it in my corningware, and then dump a bottle of paste picante sauce on top of it. I don't have a problem with paste. Okay. And, and paste now makes four different flavors where you can get the restaurant style, you can get the one with corn and black bean in it. I just pour that on top of it, bake my meatloaf, bring it out, and serve it, instead of serving with with rice, is I serve it with sliced avocados and a little bit of uh, sour cream on top. See, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, you see, I always say, you know, get rid of the starches, add right. a little fat because you get the flavor. Right. But you don't get the same you know, bad effects you have from right. all those carbs. Now, so, uh, have have you found yourself starting to think differently? Because you're a cook. You cook. Yeah. You know, ingredients matter. Have you found yourself starting to think differently about, you know, how you want to prepare things in general for the future like you love food and you still mm-hmm. love the things you love to eat like for instance you, you gotta love your gumbo i like my fats and everything. oh yeah are there things you just said okay i can't eat as much anymore i've given up or is it still mostly about flavor it's with for me it's flavor yeah um like i love rice but i don't have to have rice mm-hmm. i mean i can go without it uh, i love pasta but i don't have to have pasta uh, now I do, you know, at home sometimes I don't want meat, I don't want shrimp or anything. I'll just cook me up a little bit of pasta with some little bit of butter and garlic, and that's my dinner. No, mm-hmm. okay, 
And you cook mostly when you're at home. You have control over oh, your diet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's great. That's a big part of it. Cooking your own food is one of the main things to having a good, healthy lifestyle. I, yeah, and I'm I'm vicious in a restaurant. If you don't do my food well, I'll, I'll get really pissy. Oh, do you? Yeah, because I, I'm like, okay, dude, really? I just paid him out this amount of money for it. Mm-hmm. Now, you screw up my order at McDonald's. We're going to fix that order. I'll yeah. get another burger, fix it. But you screw up my order, and I just paid $25 for an entree. We're going to have a problem. Yeah, you mess up my etouffee. Yeah, oh, we're gonna, oh I don't even order etouffee in a restaurant, man. No? Because I cook it. And so, okay, tell me, the, tell me the dishes that you refuse to order because you know they're going to fuck it up. Etouffee, I won't order etouffee. I won't order Creole. No. I won't order, uh, sometimes I'll order gumbo if I know, like gumbo bar in, in Galveston. Yeah, I know gumbo bar Galveston, shout job. out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a place called Floyd's in Houston. Uh, I know Floyd Landry personally, the guy that runs it to the Landry family. I know his gumbo. If I don't want to make gumbo, I will go order his. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Certified by yeah. the queen. Uh, I stay away. From, I, I'm a big fried food. I love fried food. Yes. So I stay away from it. I love it. Yeah. God, it's hard. Fried chicken. Yep. Good. And then, man, I found. Fried everything. Uh, was it crispy? Cream? Not Krispy Kreme. It's Krispy something. In, in Louisiana, they have it. It's, it's fried chicken. And I had never... My sister and them rave about it. And there's this little store called Ray's. It's a, a Chevron station in my hometown. Oh, Gas Chicken. Gas, yes. gas Station Chicken is some Dude, of the best chicken in the South. Dude, I lost my mind that chicken. <laughs> gas Station Chicken is crispy so good Crispy Chicken or Crispy Critters. I don't know what it is. But I just... I was getting ready to come back to Houston, uh-huh. right? And I roll up, got some gas, walked in. Now, I normally get... They, they do a really good barbecue hamburger and they do a really good egg sandwich i i love a good egg salad sandwich me too and they do it me right. too me they too put a little bit of onion in there mm-hmm. and it's on that cheap white bread mm-hmm. cup of coffee i'm good yeah poor folk food is so good oh i'm good mm-hmm. and so i'm walking in i'm getting ready to check out oh and one of the reasons i stopped there because they sell my the the, the type of pot i wanted magnolite it's a big silver pot I have a picture of it. I'll show it to mm-hmm. you. It's what we use to cook our gumbos and make our gravies. And this is a gas station. This is a gas way. station. I love, they have magical this, gas this stations in the Chevron South. Station Chevron station. They got on one sixty seven in Maurice, Louisiana. I hear you. They got boudin. You walk in. They got they got fresh apple pie and homemade pies. What's boudin? What's boudin? Yeah, boudin is made with the um, the innards of the the pig with the gizzard and the liver. Mm. And 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 ground pork, and they just mix all that up together with uh, onions and green onions. So a sausage. It's a sausage, but it's all cooked. Yeah. And then they they put cooked rice in there. They cook rice. It's rice and Ooh. pork. It's a, and they put that in the casing. Huh. I love it's it. It's heaven. But the gas station chicken, gas station food. <laughs> yeah, if that's you ever, the best stuff. Next time you go to Galveston, go to a place called the Cajun Greek. Cajun on, Greek. Greek. It's on Sixty First Street. You're gonna have to take an Uber there, and they have a boudin, a uh, po' boy. And they also Ooh. have boudin. But their gumbo's good. Their fried fish, their fried catfish is really, really good. Oh, I, uh, get back to uh, I think Black Pearl might have boudin balls that they take it out of the they take it out of the casing and they they, they roll it in cornmeal and fry it, which oh. th- those are good too. Oh damn, frying it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. but this is out of gas thing. So anyway, I'm getting ready. I've got my pot, I'm ready to check out. I'm looking to get my hamburger, and at the same time they bring out a brand new platter of freshly fried chicken. Mm. I went, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'll take a leg and a thigh. Yeah. And then they give you this honey biscuit with it that when I took a bite of this biscuit, I was like... <clears throat> Probably like a dollar, too. Like, they're just giving the shit away. The whole thing was like, yeah. I think, the, the thigh and the leg, 450 Yeah. 
Yeah, and again, you're at a gas station, and the person, <laughs> person, the person who made your chicken probably just put the gas in the tank, like manually. Like you know, I mean, but that's okay. Like that's part of the flavor. That's my part mom of the flavor, say, man. Yeah, my mom used to say the dirtiest cart in New York has the best hot dogs. She's yeah. from Jersey. I used to do a joke about Popeyes. I said that walking up Popeyes. I don't know if you heard me say it. I did. That uh, everybody in there, I knew it was in the wrong place because everybody in there was white. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so the little girl that helped me, she says, "Hi, my name is Sally," and I'm like, "No, no. your name needs to be Shaniqua." No. Yeah, yeah. And I with said, Latasha cooking the chicken. I, I said, no, where, where's your mom? You, yeah, you need to be chomping. You need to be snapping your gum, rolling your <laughs> eyes, and cranking your neck because that's what comes with a number two yeah. attitude. <laughs> exactly, Sally. You're not cooking the chicken back there. I feel you. He's like, now, is that little skinny white boy cooking my chicken? Because I'm not eating it. No, no. Mom is making my damn chicken. Right? <laughs> no, no, I, no, 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 it's true. Oh, mama's got to be making my chicken. Who cooks matters, but I kind of fit this podcast that we, we switch subjects here a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on right now with sexual harassment, and I had to talk to you about that because yeah. the sexual harassment, like, like I've always said, I'm a black man uh, who was raised in uh, the L.A. and live in the South. I get racism. I get ism. I have never seen people have as much ism against them as female comics. God, I think female comics have some of the. Uh, they go through some of the worst stuff because I know what other. I know what other male comics say. I know they. I know how they treat with female comics. I've tried my best. Well, I've I've not done that, but I've also been like, well, how about she's just funny? Why are yeah. we qualifying this shit? Am I funny for a black dude? I mean, no, I'm funny, right? And then, but I. But let's talk about some of that. What's like, really strange, Don? Again, I'm going to go back to my my growing up period. I grew up with all boys. Mm-hmm. We never had that problem. If they got out of hand, you whacked them. You hit them. Because back then, there was no bullying. I mean, you know, you grew up in a small town. If, if, and plus, all the guys, the young men I grew up with, <coughs> with the exception of maybe some from a bad neighborhood, um, they were taught better. Yes. You were taught how to treat women with respect. Right. Uh, we had some that, 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 that we found out later in life that the dad was an abuser, mm. had been abusing the mom that we didn't know about, so the mm. boys grew up that way. Yeah. But that wasn't part of my, my inner circle. The, all the, the men, I, the young boys I played with that grew up to be young men and grew up to be men and grandfathers now, mm. they were taught well. Their dads uh, were, well, some of their dads were in World War II. Some of their fathers were military, and some of their dads were hardworking men, mm-hmm. and they were very respectful men. And they, so they taught their sons the proper way, mm-hmm. and those they grew up to be great guys. But it wasn't until, and then I went to work in the oil and gas industry again. Well, that's pretty male dominated. Those are duty very dudes. male dominated. Yeah. A lot of those guys got to the positions of where they were, starting in the oil field, working the rigs, putting themselves through college, and but again. 99% of the time, they were great guys. Never mm-hmm. had a problem. Till I got to comedy. Comedy. Then I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what, what what the hell? Gives you... And I made a comment once. Are you telling comics are worse than guys who work on oil rigs? Yes. 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 We're dirtier. Mm-hmm. No, more evil. More, more, more... Un- and, and I know they came from good, decent parents. But it was like... they the, Okay. Here's the deal. You went to a club back in the day. So I don't. I, it's not like that anymore because I, I just just from walking around this ship, I can tell. You don't see a bad boy anymore. Now, when I say a bad boy, I mean the cool guy, the guy with swag. Mm. Okay. Back in the day, there was an old joke. A woman could walk into a room full of suits, and the one guy in the black leather jacket is the one you're gonna want. Mm. 
that's the bad as the cool the bonds yeah. yeah okay Fonzie. that's what i'm trying to say the bonds i'm mm-hmm. always a guy there's no more of that mm. comedians male comics when i walked in i'm like they're all trying to be the fonds but ain't none of them the fonds mm-hmm. and that's what i saw okay i saw them making fun of women that went to clubs that went to discos that if you like that kind of music there was something wrong with you you weren't intelligent blah 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 mm-hmm. but these are these were nerds that's what I thought they were. They didn't, they, they, they were like, we don't fit in any group. Yeah, you fit in your group. And your group is a bunch of pigs. Yeah. Okay? That's no, your I, f- I find a lot of comics are insecure. Across the board. And were bad with women starting early, which <laughs> right. is part of the reason they became a comic. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, it affects the way they go in through the rest of the, well, basically their life. I think they have yeah. their own securities, and then when they actually get to a place where, like, well, no, you're a grown man now. Yeah. And now treat with respect. And no, some of it, a lot of it is your fault, bro. They're yeah. not all crazy. Because men, we like men, it's really easy for men to go, oh, she crazy, oh, she crazy. And we've yeah. all had experiences where like, okay, that was a little well, crazy. I had a conversation this morning. But they're not all crazy. With a friend of mine, uh, and, and I love him dearly. Uh, another comic friend of mine, uh, and I'm sure she won't mind me using her name because she put it out on Facebook, Karen Montgomery, wrote an article about being a female comic in today's world. Huh. And she knew CK. She, you know, yeah, Louis CK. That's she relevant. Said, she said that um, most guys got into comedy because of uh, drinking and being able to sleep around with the waitresses. Yes. And my friend was like, no, that's not why. I'm like, oh, 90% of y'all got into this because it, back in the day it was pot and pussy. Yes. Okay? Yes. I was told that straight up. I'm, I'm more prone to the pot and pussy than the yeah. drinking. But yes. Right. And, and I've been told that in my 25 years. Yeah. And I've been on the road with comics who are married, and I know their wives that have said, what comes on the road stays on the road. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, don't, don't let me see you because I know your wife. No, so. there can be a lot of, lot, you know, I mean, I <laughs> But call a it, lot of people all of a sudden forgot that. Yeah. Like, oh, I never did that. Yeah, you did. Yeah. There's a lot of moral flexibility, I think, yeah. out on the road. And as, you know, as comics, I think sometimes we skirt that line. But I mean, I, I could see that. Like, like, okay, for instance, the comedy condo. Oh, God. I mean, come on. As a guy, it can be horrifying. Yeah. I can only imagine. You know what saved me? Hmm. I cooked. Oh, shut them up and kept them fed. Yeah, there you go. Brilliant. And there's a big pot of red beans and rice cooking. You want to eat, you keep your mouth shut. Yeah. No, Caroline's cooking. Shut up. Don't say a word. Don't piss her off. We're eating okay. You're not eating. Yeah. (laughs) So I cooked. Mm -hmm. I'd I'd make a big old either a gumbo or a red beans and rice or Mm -hmm. a a, a chicken creole in a red gravy. And you're not going to argue with me when you're full. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> it's like arguing with your mama. Now, is that part of it? Like, do you learn to manipulate a little bit in a good way? Because, like, you, you you're gonna have to, you, you're a comic. It you're was on the protection. Road. Yeah, and, and you had to keep yourself safe. And you, like, you're, they're not gonna make you quit. No, no. I and, had one kid. I was I was emceeing in Oklahoma City. Uh, that was back in the day where they hired emcees, and uh, uh, I went and they kept us in a condo. And I went up to my room, and later on, one of the the feature act came in. I can't remember his name. I don't even know if he's still in comedy. Came in, drunk as hell. It was probably about 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. And I was watching TV. I was up. And he said, uh, hey, man, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm cleaning my gun. <laughs> he didn't speak to me the rest of the week. No, but, yeah. yeah, no. You know? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. You I know, know and some it, women, had to, I've heard some, some horror stories of, of women, horror guys stories. breaking into their room in the middle of the night and 
mm-hmm. you know, Vince Champ. I mean, yeah, famous case. Yeah, he was, he was. You know, he's on the road raping, but mostly a lot of college girls. Yeah, it was I'm college sure, girls. You know, and that's why they couldn't catch him because he was a traveling headliner. Just kept going and going and going. You know what fascinates me mm. is um, that, that people are shocked when what was it five years ago, six years ago, when uh, Daniel Tosh and Tasho came yeah. out with that joke about gang raping a girl. Yeah, and everybody. Everybody took up for him. Yeah, well, and Daniel then, Tosh is Yeah, it's always Daniel Tosh. Oh, yeah, he's allowed to do and it. And then all of a sudden, every young male comic is trying to do rape jokes. Yeah. Oh, uh, you got to get a thick a thick skin. It's a joke. Okay, it's not a joke, dude. Okay, it's not a joke. There's no joke in rape. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I think that, I, I personally, I don't do any rape jokes, but I personally think that, like, I believe in freedom of speech. And the, and I the do, but there's also funny, consequences. Yes, and there's consequences to what you say. And to me, at the end of the day, you have to make it funny, and that is a very hard subject to find sympathy and make funny of. Yeah. Like, Chris Rock does a thing like, well, rape's not funny, and, he go, and, and people go, yeah, and he goes, but what if it's Mickey, Mickey raping Minnie? Like that's his it, thing to prove it, that anything can yeah. be funny, and then I'm still like, I got to be honest. It's but still then it, you know, it became many. like this good. thing to like, okay, that that was the edge. That was that yeah. final, okay, because everything's been pushed to the edge as far as I'm concerned. Everything. But that was that final territory. That let's see if I can be edgy with that. Let's mm-hmm. see. You have so many other things you can be funny about, mm-hmm. and then you know, and now they're all. I made a comment the other night. I said, uh, Michael Jackson has to be laughing his ass off about right now. Go, hmm. Don't y'all wish it was just me? That I was the weird one? Yeah, I was the weird one. <laughs> I know. Okay, y'all thought I was the weird yeah, one. Yeah, we got Caitlyn Jenner. Which to this day, yeah. I never thought it was him. I thought it was one of the other brothers and he was covering. Oh, really? Because I thought Michael was the one that knew he could take the heat. I, I think Michael really... Because I never saw it in him. I, I, I think Michael generally liked kids and thought he was one. I don't think Michael touched any of those kids. I think no. he thought he was one. I think he had inappropriate relationships with him and that he thought he was their like buddy and friend. And to me, that's inappropriate. For I an think adult. the parents took advantage of that situation. I think the parents took big time advantage of yeah. it and then saw a cash cow. Because I think they, 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 the kid said, well, yeah, we hugged and stuff, but I don't think Michael ever violated any of these children. No, I, don't, I, mean, I, I, I think never he believed did give them wine. I think he, I think he thought of them as peers. Yeah, which is inappropriate, but it's not sexually no. predatorial. No, and then you know, Michael was just con- and then you come up with Cosby and, and oh, now and, let's talk about and, that. Now, how bad is that? That's lot, bad. I don't believe a lot of it. Really, you see now, I and I and I'll tell you why. Fan. And it, with me, but, it has hmm. to do with one that Bill Cosby is a black man, and two, time. You think they were going after no, him? The, no, it it has to do with look at the time period. Okay, the first one supposedly occurred in 1969. Mm-hmm. Okay, civil rights had just happened. It was fresh and brand new. And even and it had not hit California yet. Mm-hmm. Cosby had just gotten I Spy. Which was a big, was a big deal. It was a big, huge. huge deal. Big, huge deal. Okay, so do you honestly Groundbreaking. think... Groundbreaking. You know, I'm not saying he wouldn't have, wasn't a womanizer. I'm not going to no, say that. No, he was obviously a womanizer. Okay, he, he was, was a womanizer. He was obviously And was people blatantly. look at Cosby now and they go, ew. No, no, Bill Cosby back in the day was a good looking man. Oh, yeah, no, watch I Spy. Him and Bill Culp or uh, <laughs> Robert, guy, Culp. Robert Culp. They, yeah. looked, they, were, they were young, sexy. Ten- they played tennis aces that were happening to be spies. Spies. The, the, the concept so was brilliant. So do you honest, in my mind, I'm like, and it has nothing to do with Huxtable, Robert, who he played. Love the it, show. Uh, I love the show. Mm-hmm. But Need the show. It had to do with the timeline. I'm like, this was 1969. Racism was still very fresh. And for a black man to get that role, okay, he mm-hmm. would have been taking his whole career and flushing it and flushing it down the toilet. 
Now, like, and then, then when they came out that the drug was quaaludes, that's when I went, oh. Okay. Yeah, you do a nice bit about I'm that. Like, all right, now, now let's look at this logically. All right, quaaludes was, you took quaaludes to have sex. That's, it, it wasn't a, a date rape drug. It was a hello, we having fun. Fun drug. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now, see, maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but but I don't think it's fifty eight women. See now he was my he he he, was, he, he still is he, he it was a big deal in my life. I needed the Cosby Show. Uh, <coughs> I love seeing those. Examples. But Huxable didn't do that. No, Cosby and did that's that. how I still see it. Yeah. Like I I separate the man from the art. And I was I swear to God, Caroline, I was a big fan. I was on the team. It was twenty three. It was twenty three. Like I, I, I was on his side, on his side. Like I'm like, oh, Bill didn't do this, till, like up till twenty two. But literally, the twenty third woman made me go, holy shit. Yeah, because well, I really, but, it but, was but, the but numbers. The I'm like, is, they can't all they be. Kept, okay, Jesus. I, I look at the women. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then they started showing their headshots from back in the day. I'm like, okay, well, that kind of made, yeah, all right. And he was but, powerful. Yeah, it all can't right? be all cute. And then there's, you know. there's, there's, some, there's other rumors that he was in the process of purchasing NBC, which people didn't want that to happen. Okay, now, nothing's going to court. No, well, okay. you know, they, they, you know, but we need to come out of court. And he but said, hey, but hey, if hey, he hey, did do it, funny. oh, yeah, under the jail, bro. I'm good with that. But he's too old now. He's 80. He's now. old. He's old. Okay, and I think he's paying for it. If if he did do it, he's paying for well, it. Well, he's paying for it big time in his legacy. They pull yeah. the shows and, and and he's taking a big hit. And he'll yeah. probably be, unfortunately, remembered a lot for this. Yeah. And not as much for now, this. I think, what about Louis C.K., though? Louis was just stupid. Like, Louis, Louis, Louis it was, was in his act and he openly jacks off in front of people. Yeah. That's proven. That's icky. He jacks off in front of people. That's icky. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But okay. he does it. He did it enough and got away with it. Him and Harvey Weinstein, apparently. And I'm a guy. Now like, Weinstein used that power. He, yes. he did it as power. And, and he was disgusting. Uh, with too. Lewis, I think he did. Uh, it was said that he he had his manager call these two girls and threaten them that they wouldn't get any work. Yeah, the comedy you know, duo. Yeah, that's how they do it. I mean, comedians. That's slimy. That. As yeah. a comic, you can't do that. That's so you can't bad. Can't do that. I mean, I had club. That's so bad. I, look, I had one club over to tell me in Houston uh. because I worked one club. I couldn't work his club. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. No. You can't do that by law. You can't do that. You, I, you're not. They do it all the time. But oh yeah, like, yeah. But you now, know, you can. You walk outside the door and go to Kroger's. Nobody knows your ass. Okay, you're only powerful in this building. Yeah, and they use it as much yeah. as they can, and, and then, that's you know, what it five, is. Five, ten years later, the man's delivering pizza. He's not even into them. These are all anymore. crimes. But now, do you think there's a tipping point? Like, for instance, okay, like you've seen, you've seen, you've seen things happen. Yeah. Do you think that is harassment at a point to where? Like, is it out now? Like, people talk, is it at a tipping point, or will Louis C.K. be right back in five minutes? And I don't think he'll be back in five minutes. Business? I think he's going to be out maybe, a, you know, maybe a year. Yeah. Yeah. But again, now, now what you're going to talk about, <laughs> you better get an, you know, you, you can't go back to the same mm -hmm. act. Now, you know, you know exactly, you know exactly. No, he actually can't ever masturbate again. Yeah, you're done. I mean, no. you can, but you can't well, do it. in real life, he yeah. can, but not on, in his act, he and can't talk about it. I think his wife, much. him and his wife are divorced already. His wife are divorced, and yeah. he has two daughters. Yeah, maybe there was some creepiness there going on. Maybe he, she knew. He he always, his you know, I, and I'm a fan, but his act always had some interesting, like, like I jack off moments. For a guy to me who had that much material... He always had some interesting picadillos about sex, but they were real. Like, yeah. I mean, he was a little hung up on sex, which, unfortunately, I think a lot of comics <coughs> are. Yeah. Like they, and they take their own insecurities, and they, and they bring it out. Now, what about, like, okay, because there's a lot now, but you got so many these days, okay? And you got Kevin Spacey. You got... Uh, oh, Spacey. I think it's funny that Spacey pissed off the gay community. 
Okay, because yeah. gay people are not like, pedophiles. Hey. We're not pedophiles, motherfucker. Yeah, you know, we've been trying to tell you all that for years, and yeah. you come out and do this shit. Not helping. You're not no, helping. you're not helping. No, it's, I, that's why I hate gangsters. Yeah, you know, like you're not helping me. You're not helping me. Yeah. You're not help, shooting yeah, up like, the party. Is not know, helping. Fourteen year old. Oh well, I'm a gay man. Every one of my gay friends were like, "What?" what? And I love Spacey. It's so sad. Yeah, it's, he's a, love, he's a great actor. And then okay, but now then it then it comes down to George H W. Like okay. Now, okay. yeah, all right. See, now that goes to the like, he does that silly joke about what's your favorite, what's your favorite uh, 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 magician? Mine's David Copperfield. Yeah, and apparently that was his modus operandi. He he's he's in his nineties in a wheelchair. Now, don't, I'm not giving him a pass, pass, but if I'm giving him a pass. If he was George W. Bush, you'd give him a pass. He's a nasty old man. I yeah. get it, but like, but but not, but he. He wasn't that bad to me. Like he was, like he was a typical Republican. I don't consider him evil. I don't consider no. I don't. I don't think Republicans in general. Are I don't think George H. W. Bush was a bad president. I no. think he was a relatively good president. I think in his in his life I'm, they start digging up stuff. And how bad is that though? You tell me as a woman, as a guy. I, I well, write I'm sixty five, so you know, George H. Bush. You know, cops feel on me. I'll just laugh it off. Okay. See, is there? See, and I think that's the only part and that it's gets only hard for guys because he's ninety something years old, and he may not be of his actual mind anymore. They say he has a level. He has a, a type of Parkinson's that can affect the memory and personality. Yeah. yeah. And he seems to be a good, decent guy. And yeah, Barbara I had an uncle in guy. his sixties and seventies who I didn't give him a pass at all. Okay. Who tried to take a swing uh, to make a pass at me when I was two, 12 years old, and I slapped the hell out of it. Okay, now see, okay. now that's yeah. real. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now it was an actual uncle. Yeah, it was my great uncle. Yeah. And yeah. see now, now what? Now in that situation, do you tell everybody or like? Uh, you... Oh, my dad was standing right next to me. Oh, okay. And he, he started to get mad at me. I said, "I'm going to hit him again if he does it again." I said, "No one will oh, touch good. me." Oh, good, good, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, but. But there's degrees, right? And that's what I think what gets discussed. And, like, you know, Cosby bad, Louis C.K. disgusting, been, Harvey Weinstein See, here's terrible. another thing, too. George if, w. if I would have been in that room with Louis C.K. When he took out his dick. I would have I would have laughed. I, I would have gone, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. Okay? Because I had something similar, but it wasn't with a comic. I, I think I told you I was barbecuing at my where my apartment was. I had a bottom floor apartment. And huh. they had a guy that had one across from me. And he would open up his storage unit and sit in there. He had a chair and he'd sit in there naked and just <laughs> go ninety to nothing. The first and he'd do his he hair. masturbate. Oh, he yeah, masturbate. was masturbating yeah. and he'd do his hair. Everything was perfect. He, he oh, not while he's masturbating. He no, was no, multi- he would make he'd, sure he'd come he out good. nicely good. Oh yeah, naked. And, he said that. and the first time it happened, I laughed. And then the second and third time it happened, it wasn't funny anymore. Now, and that's when I called the was police. Was there communication on. involved or like no. how how many yards? Feet, oh, yards? I guess. Not that far because it was the apartment, right? So right. You, yeah. you're obviously seeing this guy. He can obviously see you. Oh yeah, he knew. Yeah, and he he'd knew. come out at certain times. He'd, he'd see he'd a barbecue. Come out when I'd come out. And so he's like, he "Oh, knew. party time!" Yeah. But never said anything. <laughs> nope. Just and see now. Okay, now this is the thing that always gets me because as a normal guy who's horny, like I yeah. like women, like I'm normal, like I like what the fuck, dude, like. I don't see how that's in any way accomplishing any goal of being close to a right. woman. All your like, like whipping it out and jacking like okay. it's creepy. Like, well, it's beyond creepy. It's like it's it's almost like it's it's pathological. Like, yeah, your 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 goal is not even to have sex with her or talk to her. Like, no, 
just stand there as a like that was it. It's like and live, like I said, this, it's really, really the, strange. By the third time, it was like okay, this I had people coming over. I'm like, I can't have this, right? So I called the complex and they 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 had him arrested. Yeah, know, for as, like, that's exhibitionist illegal. and and you know went away and yeah, he he moved out. I mean, oh good, 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 yeah, good. He was good. Gone. Now, but and, a lot of women won't report it. No, and see, now that's my thing, Caroline. Okay, for like, for instance, like that's why to me there are degrees. Like, okay, because all these men, I, men don't do shit that doesn't work. Right. All of us. Like the same way I hit on women now is a version of how I've tried to do it my whole life. Right. But I'm better at it now. Like, right. So, so I I try to be nice. I, I buying a drink, talk to them, stuff like that. But yeah. I'm better at now. Whereas I find other guys who are, oh, I just hit on them all the time. I just hit on them. I just hit on them. I'm like this, or like, or a guy who does this. That means they've done it enough to where it's it's it satisfied the need. Like they didn't keep doing it and they got knocked back. Meaning Louis C.K. has jacked off a high percentage of time to where the women didn't do anything. Right. Harvey Weinstein got away with it a bunch of times. Cosby, Kevin Spacey, the, like your your neighbor. Yeah. Like to me, but that again, this okay, but like you, you stopped you, it. Yeah, I stopped it because you one, did. But one but, one there was no retribution against me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I knew I wasn't. I, I knew I wasn't losing my job. I knew I wouldn't. You know, he wasn't going to give me a job. You're right. Okay. When there's that, there, there's that simple thing of retribution, or man, I won't get booked, or man, yeah. I won't, you know, you know, or or maybe he'll go to some place and and threaten me in some other way. Um, certain things. That's when it becomes a problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. The problem of 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 Louis C.K. masturbating in front of me is that's not, I'm, I'm dude. Come on. Really, this is what you're gonna do. Yeah. The pro it becomes the problem when if you say anything, I won't get you will not work that club. Now we have a problem. See, and yes, and that's where adults have to make decisions. Right. Right. Because you want to be able to give people like because because if if yes. Louis C K wasn't Louis C K, these women would have walked around going uh, if you let's say he's just that guy Louis. Yeah. Dude, Louis, dude, don't mess with him. He's a pervert. He pulled out his dick, jacket, dick yeah. and waved it at me, man. You're right. Okay, but because he was Louis C.K., he used that power mm -hmm. to continue to get away with it, and that's when it becomes the problem. And and in any shape or form where you use a power over any human being, whether it be a woman or a, a woman over a man, when 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 you use a, a form of power to get away with something you know is wrong. That's where the problem occurs. No, that's, there's where the evil is. There, that's there's where the, where evil the malintent is, right. and the evil is. Right. You're, like you're I said, correct. if you'd have been Lewis, the open micer, people are going like, "Oh, he's no, don't don't jack with him, man. He's just a weird perv." But mm -hmm. he was Louis C.K. Yeah, and he made that aware in his apology. He said, <coughs> "You know, I didn't realize how much they admired me." Okay, okay. he said that a lot. Yeah. He kept admired. saying "admired me, admired yeah. me," which means he recognized that there were they, what was going on the power play. But he did use the word "admired" a lot, a lot. A and lot. I'm like, "You just mad because you got caught." Well, after all this time, because apparently he's been doing it since the Chris Rock show. So the dude has right. been doing. He's been whipping out his dick and jacking off for about 25 years, and even if that's once a year. That's way too much. That's money. 25 fucking times, and I bet he had a higher rate than that. Oh, like, oh I'm, I'm thinking, yeah. So there are a lot. And, so there are a lot of women to me, you know, who, 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 who quote unquote played nice and went along with it, and like, you know, and, and can you blame them? I mean, but, I mean no, right? Like, okay, because I know I've worked for assholes. I know I've uh, at comedy clubs or, or anything where the people have been openly like either racist or openly like they've had some type of ism or stupid, right. and I needed the gig. 
Like uh, people have had bosses, of and people have had bosses where you don't like them, but you got to do it. And I think it's one, you know, which battle do you fight? And that's why when people say, "Is that old saying, pick your battles," you got to. Yeah, you got to be an yeah. adult. You can't fight all of them, and then you have to be smart about which ones you take on because right. you do have something. I got a four year old. Yeah, and, and I it's, have something it's, to lose. You're maneuvering in a in a minefield. Yeah. Okay, when it comes to what we do, especially. Yes. And um, it's it's like maneuvering. It's and for women, it's even more horrible. I mean, I, I saw. No, I and, believe that. You know, I know that. And and I saw some, of, and I I was very outspoken about it, and I got a lot of retribution on. It. I got a lot of blowback. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a lot of blowback when you when I said when I spoke up. Yeah, I said no. You cannot tell a girl that if you give me a blowjob, I'll pay you. No, you cannot do that. Doing it like this, yeah, exactly. You're right. Okay, you lost gigs because of this. You paid price. Yeah. Yeah. Then, but but it needed to be said though, right? And then you and I got a reputation is don't work with Caroline because she's she's difficult. She doesn't play the game. She doesn't play the game. Okay. So, but I was never wrong. No, I was never wrong, and to the point where. You know, people were like, "Well, you know, you know, block me from getting a gig, yeah, they or, or block me from from going forward in my career." And now, if you t- if you come back at me now, I'm gonna put it on Facebook. People well, now, now the table's heard. Now you you the queen. Now we have a little bit of negotiating room. Well, before we didn't. And also, like you know, it kind of comes back full circle. Now, yeah. Caroline, if someone was to mess with you, you have a legion of yes. people of people that care and will not 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 exactly. You know, you you can you can activate these people and like and that's yeah. what that's the whole thing. Like oh, I had, I had power, one ten right? years ago that blasted me on Facebook because I critiqued him. Oh, a comic? Yeah. Uh we, we get very sensitive. Yes, but this very was supposedly sensitive. a good friend of mine. And oh. I and I did it as a warning so that he wouldn't screw up. And he I mean, he blasted me and a and a lot of people that I thought were my friends jumped on that bandwagon. Oh shit. Yeah. Mm. But everything's better. I have no, I have no animosity towards him to this day. We well, don't talk to each other anymore. I forgave him a long time ago, and but he's, you know, he's that type of guy. If you hurt his little ego, well, Caroline Picard, coming for this podcast, talking to Caroline Picard. Caroline, you're a strong woman, and so, and you tell it like it is. So I think, and you're never mean, but but, well, I, but I know you have seen your act and I follow you. I could see you. You know, to the more sensitive folk, <laughs> you know, being like, guess, she hurt my feeling. But, you know, she made I me feel it, bad. I, expect a, I guess I expect a man to take it a little bit better. Well, like a person, then, like an adult man, yeah. maybe. And then I found out in, with the male comedians, there's a lot of them that oh. are 12 years old. Oh, a lot of little boys doing comedy. <laughs> oh, a lot of little boys wearing I, suits doing comedy. Yeah, but I was expecting to take the hit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh no! You get better. Get it. You better get a thicker skin if you're gonna be in this business. Oh yeah. But and and turn around and go. Oh, you know, you might have. You see that bit you just did? Yeah, it's somebody else's. Oh, yeah, rah, rah, I find rah. sensitive people are very big on. You should be able to take a joke. Well, motherfucker, you're crying. <laughs> I just made you cry. <laughs> you're fucking taking a joke. Kind of for this podcast, Caroline. It's been a pleasure. Got to wrap it up soon. But listen, I like. Your Facebook fan page, um, you probably you probably don't have much room on there anymore. But, but like you, Caroline Picard Facebook fan page, yep. um, they can always find you there. I know you're working on the new site. Yep. Uh, uh, I I want to come over and eat. Not to mention, I'd love to see you know someone please put this woman on the cooking channel. <laughs> Okay, that's I'll, a lot I'll, of work, I'll, dude. Mo- yeah, I know. You're like, yeah, that should work now, but like, or that's this a lot is, of work. This is a segment. I want to eat your food. I want to see you. I'd rather just have you cookbook. over to the house. <laughs> okay, I'm definitely coming to the house and come over. But like, it's it's always been a pleasure. We got more shows tonight, but Caroline, it's 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 more than a pleasure. I oh, always learn something. Been fun. 
And thank you so much. And I personally, I'm still on the boat for this. I think, listen, this will be probably my second highest rated podcast because yeah. you're on it. And listen, anything you do, if you if you want to start a podcast, website, you tell me, I will blast it and tell everybody because that will help me, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I do want to give a shout out to the NFL. Can yeah. somebody hire Colin Kaepernick, please? You want, you want him hired? Just, yes. You want him hired so he's cops on the Either cover you GQ? make it or you don't, but let's end it. Let's end it. I think he's a marginal player. I think this guy bigger than You know, than I mean, well, then get him out there. I think okay? it's, you know, this, this. Let him prove himself. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, let him play and at least see. I think he's, you know, I think, listen, there's, he, look, there's enough openings. In the beginning when all this started, uh, the, the, the owners were like, well, he's going to be a distraction. Okay, you've got a distraction right now. Yeah, this may it. curb that distraction. Yeah. You know, and to me, I'm like, listen, the, you know, I personally feel that the reason he started all this was because he got bumped down to third string quarterback. Well, I think he really felt the, the, the activism, but he, he like again, fight your battles. He had time on the bench to yeah. do this shit. Right. Yeah. No lie. If you're starting, I don't think you have time to do this. No, if he would have been the starting quarterback, this no. would have never occurred. I think you have time to be a social activist when you're not starting quarterback. He would have been doing it in between seasons. Yeah. Okay. So you know. let's give him a job. Because a lot of starters feel that way. Yeah. Don't you know, listen, man? I got a real job here. I'm really trying to do well, it. Well, you know, I've heard some of these guys go this look. way. Yeah, um, there's other ways to do uh, it. I, I think mean. it was Des Bryant who said, "Look, I got a family to feed." Yeah, I believe in the cause. I would, I wouldn't go about it the same way. In fact, unfortunately, <laughs> now it has nothing to do with any. He was fighting for, you know, e- yeah, equality and and police brutality and against police brutality and exactly. minorities, and no one recognizes that issue in it at all. It's gone. It's totally gone. It's more about his hair. Yeah, I mean, no which lie, by like, the way is a beautiful fro. He got I a nice fro. Get, he got I mean, nice he's fro. got that Angela Davis. Hello, this yeah. No, he's got natural. a nice fro. He's, he's good got looking. A beautiful kid. fro. Big nose. He's tall. I mean, I think he's got a better shot at acting and modeling if he can. Yeah. yeah well, there's a couple of pictures of him when he first came out that they took with him sans his clothes. He's got some beautiful tattoos and ink. Yeah. That oh they no, took he's when, good. He was, when he was the baby quarterback when he came out with yeah. Russell Wilson and at that time. Yeah, he's naked on this GQ <laughs> thing. Some yeah. places. Some places. He's, yeah. he can so I'm like, you know, give him a job. Let him, you know, I know it's mid-season, but from what I understand, he's still training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he should be ready. And Miami? <laughs> for Hey, shit, Cutler. I can play better Cutler. Me and you, tag team. I mean, don't get us started. I like, mean, don't get started. we yeah. both, oh, we'd have to rest, play a little quiet. Yeah, a little bit, a but we're still better I than Cutler. I bet I got more arm than Jay Cutler, though. Sorry, Tony Esposito, but yeah, anybody's better, <laughs> better than that's a friend of ours. That Tony knows who he is, and, and everybody Look, does. When they, does when they pulled... When they pull color, what was he working at Home Depot or something? Oh, he was about to get a broadcasting job, and he's bad at talking. <laughs> like they're about to hire him to talk. He's bad at talking, and, and then they're like, "Well, we'll make him a quarterback." Saw, he's bad at quarterback. And what two. Tannehill was the quarterback, wasn't he? He got hurt. He got hurt. So, and was, I'm, I was I was on a ship. And I was listening to ESPN. They said Jay Cutler, I'm like doing what? Because Adam Gase used to play with like like he, he Adam Gase was at the Bears, I think. And and but it's stupid. Like um, I mean, it's just like oh, I'm gonna hire him because I know him. I mean, holy fuck, this is the football team, dude. You could have gotten Kaepernick. Jesus. Go get Tebow. You know, give Tebow another shot. He's playing baseball. Tebow's having fun playing baseball. I don't blame Tebow. I I, I would do anything not to get hit in the head. Tebow's smart about playing so, baseball. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and look at the, the, the Tom Savage. Oh gosh! No, but now, hey, I know we could do a whole other podcast on football. But that's another thing. Go get that's, Matt that, Shop. That's what. That's another thing we love about you. <laughs> Queen loves her football. Go Saints. On that note, we'll say bye. Seven Tom, and two, Daddy. Seven hey, and two. Hey, y'all look good. It's I don't want to. I don't want to jinx them. 
But it's a good right by by the time uh, you guys hear this podcast in a couple of weeks, they might have they they might have gone all the way through and not lost a game. Yeah, uh, in the next three weeks. But yeah. hey, they might be in the Super Bowl. I'm calling it right now. I'm saying it's going to be the uh, Eagles and the uh, Patriots. I am. I, I do know. think. I but think hey, you said. the Saints are there. They can knock out. They can knock out the Eagles. Yeah, no, Malcolm Jenkins right? still yeah. with the he's still with the uh, the Eagles, isn't he? Uh, shoot, and, I and say, yeah. strolls because those two boys went to the Eagles. Oh, from the Saints. From the Saints, yeah. Oh, okay. See, see, see. I'm a Raiders fan, but I, don't, I should know yeah. the roster more. Yeah, Chris Ivory. He was with the. Uh, yeah. He was with the Jets. Now he's with uh, Fournette with the Jags. Yeah, and I love Fournette. Fournette oh, he, he's winning me a lot of games. My fans. Ah, uh, Louis Fournette, man, that's a guy. Yeah, Fournette. That Cajun too. Fournette. Fournette. Yeah. <laughs> he's running Lafayette. Oh, see, yeah, another Cajun. Another case that everybody playing football. Yeah. All right, Kyle, for this podcast. Caroline, thank you so much. No problem. We really appreciate it. Make sure you hit up on our fan page. And guys, remember, as always, laugh your ass off. That's Thanks. it. Hey, everybody. How you doing? This is Don Gray. I just want to thank you so much for listening and downloading the Comedy Fitness Podcast. But I need your help. I need you to tell everybody about the Comedy Fitness Podcast. I need to tell everybody to go to the website, comedyfitness.com. Check out the website. Listen to the podcast. We're doing a lot of things on the website. We're going to expand it. Sign up for the newsletter. It's going to come out. I swear to God. There's workouts. There's videos coming. But right now, we're focusing on the podcast. So keep downloading it and check out comedyfitness.com. Thanks, guys. And remember, laugh your ass off.